to our journey to a savvy senior life, and I'm your host, Lynn Fontaine. Today, we hope to demystify Medicare. Since I'm nearing age 65, I researched for months about the enrollment and the costs, but everything I read just made me ask more questions. So I decided to call the Medicare hotline to ask my first question, when should I enroll? I was asking because I was employed at the time and covered under my employer's plan. The hotline rep said that she didn't know the answer and would have to ask her manager. If she couldn't even address the when to apply question, then I knew I was in trouble and I disconnected the second that she put me on hold. I was really discouraged, so I called my father to ask how he and my mother waited through this process. That's when he told me about his broker, Tom Bay. I called Tom immediately, and he was able to put my husband and me on the right track within minutes. Tom instructed us to go online for the initial enrollment, and once complete, we could meet with him to review plans. We met several weeks later, determined the plan that was best, and we were enrolled in an hour. And it was seriously that simple which is why I have invited Tom Bay of Bay & Associates as my guest today, where we plan to address the following topics. Medicare enrollment, when and how to enroll. What are Medicare Parts A, B, and D? What if you are nearing age 65 but covered through your employer? Medicare and supplemental plans. Employer Medicare plans. Enrolling on the Medicare website or with an insurance broker. Tom is an agent specializing in Medicare plans, but I'll let him provide his credentials and certifications. And Tom, thank you so much for joining me today. And I am happy to turn this cumbersome subject over to you. Well, thanks so much, Lynn. I appreciate uh, having this opportunity. You ask about my credentials. I'm a licensed a health and life agent in California, and I also am credentialed to provide Medicare plans for seniors. The certification has to be renewed each year, so we always have to uh, take a study course and take a final exam. And then for each plan that we represent, we also have to recertify with them each year as well. Thank you for that, Tom. And how long have you been in business? I started in the insurance business in 2007, and then I began enrolling people in Medicare in 2008. Lynn, you uh, presented some questions to me uh, before we started this uh, little meeting here, and uh, so I'm just going to address some basic questions about Medicare. One of the questions you posed is the difference between Medicare versus Medicaid and Medi-Cal. Medicare is part of CMS, which is the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services. That's the, that's the national umbrella. And so all of Medicaid is incorporated with Medicare, but Medicaid is left up to individual states to uh, operate. So in California, it's called Medi-Cal. Uh, nationally, uh, the insurance plan was um, passed by Congress, uh, known as Obamacare, In California, it's called Covered California, and that provides insurance for people who are under the age of 65 who have um, whatever 
you know, they lack insurance through their company or employer or have none available to them. And uh, so a person that is enrolled in covered California will lose that coverage when they turn 65. They must stop covered California and then enroll in Medicare. When a person is eligible for Medicare, that's a commonly asked question. You're eligible to enroll in Medicare Parts A and B when you're at least 65 years of age or you're, if you're under the age of 65 and have a disability, you're eligible to enroll. And you must be a U.S. citizen or a legal resident who has lived in the United States for five consecutive years. So that just kind of sums up who is eligible to enroll. So say when a person turns 65 and uh, they, they have the opportunity to enroll in Medicare, then they have what's called a window of time. It's uh, three months prior to your birth month and three months after your birth month. So it's a total of seven months that the Medicare gives people that time in which to choose to enroll in Medicare. There are two parts to Medicare, Part A and Part B. Part A covers hospitals and nursing homes and also hospice. Part B covers doctors and outpatient clinics. And then there is Part D, which is part of Medicare. This was passed by Congress in 2005, the Prescription Drug Act, and that created Part D. And so Part D is actually functions through private insurance companies under the auspices of Medicare. And there's also a cost for enrollment in Part D. What if you're employed and don't need Medicare yet? Do you still need to enroll in Part A? And if you don't enroll for both Parts A and B at the same time, is there a penalty to enroll later? Yeah, if a person is enroll, uh, currently employed, um, it's, it's optional if they enroll in Part A. Medicare doesn't require it, but it's advisable for a person to enroll in Part A. Part A doesn't cost you anything for enrollment, but it takes care of that portion of your Medicare when you turn 65. Then Part B, uh, you would enroll in that only when you're going off an employer benefit plan onto full Medicare. At that time, you'd enroll in Part B, and then Part B's cost is $134 a month this year. Thank you for that clarification. So when would there be a penalty uh, for enrolling later with uh, Part B or D? The penalty begins when you don't enroll in Medicare Part B when you turn 65 and you have no other coverage. And if you delay that, then the penalty is 10% uh, per year for non-enrollment. And that's a permanent penalty. Part D uh, does have a penalty. It's 1% per month of the average cost of a Medicare Part D plan. Okay, so we talked about the penalties, but say you're still employed and uh, you only enrolled in Medicare Part A. You're not required to enroll in Part B. My wife um, worked until she was 66 for the county of Riverside, and when she went to apply for Medicare at the Social Security office, the clerk there told her that... um, she was subject to a penalty because she didn't enroll when she turned 65. 
And my wife said, well, I was still employed with the county, and I was fully covered under uh, the insurance plan through the county. And the clerk told her, well, you will have a penalty. And my wife said, well, I shouldn't have a penalty. And she said, well, I've been doing this for 19 years. I know what I'm talking about. So my wife said, well, I'd like to talk to a supervisor about it. So they got the supervisor in, and he basically said, no, she wasn't correct, that there is no penalty when you're still employed and under creditable coverage through your employer. And that pretty much illustrates the type of confusion I ran into while I was investigating what to do on my own. So we've talked about A and B, and say now you're enrolled in Medicare A and B. Is that all you need? Medicare A and B works this way. Medicare pays 80% of your health care costs, and you pay the other 20%. To be fully enrolled in Medicare, you also have to enroll in a Medicare Part D drug plan, which also is an additional 30 to $85 a month, depending on the plan that you choose. And that's only the premium that does not include the cost of your medications. So that's your basic Medicare, A, B, and D. And you can stay with that or you have other options. Okay, I get that. But now, of course, it begs the question, what are the other options? Well, you have two other options with basic Medicare. The first choice is a PPO plan called Medicare Supplement Insurance or Medigap, another name for it. And those are offered by private insurance companies that provide all of your medical expenses into that plan. You pay a monthly premium, generally averages about $160 a month once you turn 65 in Southern California. With the Medicare Supplement Insurance Plan, it will pick up that 20% that you would normally pay on Medicare Part B and A. So it's a great way to reduce your medical costs, but then you do have a monthly premium that you still have to pay, and you also have to be enrolled in the Medicare Part D drug plan. Now, the second option is called Medicare Advantage, or Part C, and this is an HMO plan. The beauty about this plan is that it has no monthly premium, and it includes the Part D drug plan, which also has no monthly premium, and it covers most all of the 20% that you would normally have to pay out of pocket if you had just basic Medicare. So that uh, brings up the question, who is uh, best suited for a Medicare Advantage plan or a Medicare Supplement Insurance plan? Medicare Advantage is is HMO-driven, but when you look at the whole picture, in California, all medical providers are in HMOs. We are an HMO-driven state. Now, the person that would be best qualified for an Advantage plan is one that has his or her doctors in one medical group. If I were looking at a PPO plan, that would be the Medicare Supplement Insurance Plan. And generally, those are best suited for people who have doctors in different HMOs. I'll give you an example. I have a client who has a doctor at Scripps Clinic in San Diego and one at UC Irvine. She lives in Temecula, which is in Riverside County, and her Scripps doctor, San Diego County, her other doctor in Orange County. 
she is a perfect candidate for a Medicare supplement insurance plan because she can't, first of all, she's in one county and her doctors are in two separate counties. So do I need to have a PPO plan or an HMO plan? Well, if I have doctors that are in different HMOs, say, for example, Hogue and Cedars-Sinai, then yes, I would need to have a Medicare supplement insurance plan. But if all of my doctors are in one provider group, there wouldn't be a necessity to have a Medicare supplement insurance plan because you're just paying more money and you're still getting the same benefits that you would with a Medicare Advantage plan. Also, if people have chronic illnesses, that may be a consideration for a Medicare supplement insurance plan. However, Medicare Advantage plans do wonderfully well with people who have chronic conditions. Okay, so this takes us to our next question, which is, what if you retire and the company that you worked for gives you the option to stay on their medical plan? Well, you certainly have that option. In fact, uh, that was exactly the situation that happened with your parents. Your mom worked for IBM for years, and then when she retired, uh, she stayed with uh, the IBM plan. And then when she turned 65, she went over to a Medicare plan that was provided for her through the company. One of the things that usually happens is that the company will manage the plan for you, but for that, they collect um, a monthly, I, I guess you'd call it um, administrative, administrative fee. fee. Yeah, exactly. And so you're now paying more for your basic coverage than you would if you went on your own. So I was doing a meeting at a hospital here in Riverside, and your dad came to the meeting. And afterwards, he came up to me and he said, well, you described a plan that my wife and I have, but we pay a monthly fee for that plan. And I don't know why it would be, unless there's something different about the plan than what we have. And I said, well, I'd be happy to come to your home and we could compare, you know, apples to apples. So I did. And they pulled out the uh, benefits at a glance. I had my benefits at a glance and we went through them line by line and they were exactly the same, but they were paying over $300 a month for both of them for that coverage. So when I attempted to enroll on the government site and saw the questions that it was asking me, I realized that I had no idea how to answer these questions. And I did understand that I would have to enroll in Part A and B, either on the website or at a Social Security office. However, it wasn't until I met with you, Tom, that I was able to discern did I need Medicare Advantage or was I someone who who needed to look at a supplemental plan? For example, I called my employer's broker and asked her Medicare information. Um, And she basically told me that um, I should only consider PPO supplemental plans, which could cost several hundred dollars per month. So, of course, that was an issue that I wanted to bring up with you, Tom. And like I said uh, previously, after reviewing our history, we discovered that the Medicare Advantage plan covers everything we need. In fact, most of our current doctors participate. 
So to reiterate, um, because I was given the advice to only look at PPO or the supplemental plants, I do understand people's apprehension to go to a broker. You get concerned that you're going to be oversold. I was just lucky enough to find you. Well, thanks, Lynn. You know, a broker question is a good one. People can do it on their own. You can enroll in any plan with any company online, or you can call the company directly. They have 800 number uh, where you can enroll uh, with an agent online. Medicare, you know, is so large. Uh, when you think about there's 75 million people and going up every day on Medicare, that how honestly can they reach everybody? It's, it's really impossible. You know, you have to call Medicare. They'll never call you. And that brings up the point, too, about a broker. A broker is somebody like, well, for example, your homeowner's insurance or your auto insurance. You have a broker that you work with. And when you have problems or, you know, questions about your coverage, that's who you call. And, in fact, we just had a recent incident with our homeowners. We had a little flood with a water heater, and that's who I called was my broker. And that's exactly the way it is with... um, your health insurance. If you have an issue, you have a question, you have a problem, that's who you call as your broker. If you enroll online and do this all on your own, you have nobody to go to as your advocate. So that would be my uh, conclusion about the value of a broker. You know, I wish there were a way to advertise how much a broker can help with this process at no extra cost. Um, To state this simply, if you enroll for Medicare on your own, you will get Part A at zero cost, purchase Part B for $134, and you will have to pay for Part D, which is the prescriptions. Medicare will pay 80%, and you will pay 20% for Part D. A and B. And there is no max out of pocket. And I'll have Tom clarify exactly what that means. However, if you enroll with a broker, you are told about the Medicare Advantage plan, which means you will enroll in Part A, zero cost, purchase Part B for $134, and Part D is included. Your medical costs are covered with zero copays, except for the one-offs like taking an ambulance or needing to go to an emergency medical care center. And you get to join Silver Sneakers for free. There are literally thousands of gyms in this program, which we were super excited about this benefit. And Tom, did I state these comparisons correctly? And would you also clarify exactly what max out-of-pocket means. Lynn, um, Medicare has no limit on out-of-pocket. I'll give you an example. My mom, back in 2003, she had um, blockage from her stomach into her small intestine. And she went to a local uh, hospital there, and they ballooned it, but they over-ballooned, over and uh, she had internal bleeding. 
So they rushed her to a regional medical center, and they did it by life flight. When she got the bill, it was $10,000, and she had to pay. That was her portion. All she had was Medicare A and B at that time. And uh, so Medicare, that's what it means when they say no limit to out-of-pocket expense with basic Medicare. The Advantage plans have a limit on how much the out-of-pocket can be. And that's a great benefit to the plan because you know that in a year you'll never exceed a certain amount. For example, I think on your plan it's $2,900 out-of-pocket limit. And just to point out how uh, that works, I'd have to take probably 10 ambulance trips at 225 a piece to even equal the 2900 out-of-pocket. After listening to the review of these comparisons, it certainly feels to me that the government actually wants us to join with an insurance company. Um, am I correct in that? And, and can you speak to that? Medicare supplement insurance uh, began many, many years ago when Medicare first formed the A and B plan. And at that point, you know, they cost because they're operated by private insurance companies. But later down the line, Medicare and private insurance got together and said, well, you know, there's not a lot of people that can afford a monthly premium like that. So could we not create a plan that would be able to give most or all of the benefits that a person needs in insurance without a monthly premium of that size? And they came up with Medicare Advantage. So it doesn't cost you anything to enroll in the plan. And you get all of these benefits that cover most of all of your costs, except what we mentioned, ambulance, urgent care, emergency care. You also get additional benefits like vision. So you can get uh, eye exams every year. You can get eyewear every two years. They have hearing exams. You can get... Uh, hearing aids if you need them. They also provide routine transportation if you need uh, assistance to getting from home to a doctor or a hospital. So there's some tremendous things that Medicare has done to encourage people to enroll in alternate plans just other than Medicare A and B. Medicare is so huge. You talk about 75 million people on Medicare and it's growing every day. They don't have time or interest in your personal medical needs and attention. And so this opens up a door for the private insurance companies to come in and aid Medicare in this process. And with that, um, a huge broker connection throughout the country. So we feel very blessed that we can provide these benefits for our recipients and it doesn't cost you anything to use a broker, by the way, because we're paid directly from whatever plan you choose to en to enroll in. So I just see it as a great cooperative effort on the part of Medicare, private insurance, and you know, private persons like myself uh, in business as um, agents, a great opportunity for all of us to participate in this program. That was the clearest explanation of Medicare and how it works with insurance companies that I've ever heard. So thank you so much for that. Lynn, I uh, do a lot of mailings uh, to people who are turning 65, 
and then I get response cards back from them, and then I call, and I call hundreds of people a month about um, Medicare. You know, this question, uh, what do I do? Because I'll ask the question, how can I help you? They don't even know what the question to ask because it's so big. What I always tell people is Medicare, you come at the age of 65, and now you're eligible for Medicare. You've come to a bridge that you've never crossed before, and taking that first step can feel very, uh, very alone. And I think that with the help of an advocate like a broker that can answer those questions for you right away, and not be hesitant about asking the questions and getting the information you need, it'll be the greatest source of help that you will need to cross that bridge. So to piggyback on that statement, um, in closing, I would like to say, if you're approaching 65 years of age, ask your friends and family who they used to enroll. If they used a broker, and they trust and respect that broker, then make a call. Call more than one if you want, but there's no need to go this alone. If I can help just one listener navigate the Medicare maze, I'll be thrilled. And if you need a referral from me, you already know who I would endorse. Thanks again, Tom Bay. As an addendum to this interview, My husband, Cliff, and I were listening to this prior to uploading it for release, and he noticed that I neglected to mention one very important point, and that is even if you are currently enrolled and did not use a broker or simply have questions about your current plan, don't despair because you can make changes. As with most insurance, there is an open enrollment period where you can make these changes. Open enrollment for 2018 will be October 18th to December 7th. So call a broker or read those Medicare ads that come in the mail and make an informed decision. Remember, don't get stuck in the maze. Medicare is a great benefit, so make the most of it.